Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. That's right. Around 7.30 last night, we heard someone in Miami go, Oh my good, goodness gracious! <laughs> but enough about that. It is Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer, Brenda Alacy, and Brenda, on the line we have Mickey Kearns. Good morning, Mickey. Erie County Clerk Mickey uh, Kearns joining us. Mickey, appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. We just honored uh, Councilmember Scanlon renamed Police Station District 8 after... A great guy and a good friend of mine, a great friend of the people of South Buffalo, Tom Moran, who was the chief. So rededication, unfortunately, we lost him too young, but he was a great, great leader for our community. What a lovely thing to do, Mickey, and uh, obviously a very busy day for you, and all the more that um, Joe and I appreciate you taking a few minutes. And the reason we wanted to talk to you was because some news broke yesterday that the Justice Department is uh, going to intervene in the green light suit. So if you could set the table for us, Mickey, what does that mean to your current uh, position on that? Sure. Uh, First of all, I welcome uh, the Justice Department to participate and intervene into this lawsuit. When I first filed my complaint, I stated that I would be in conflict, conflict with federal law. And the irony is, is the when I filed my complaint, the state attorney general, the state uh, filed their answer to the complaint they stated that there were two immigration laws that were ironically signed uh, by President Bill Clinton in 1996 uh, that were not constitutional. So they were notified uh, by the judge uh, of this in their uh, affidavit, uh, in their answer, and uh, they have decided or they're contemplating on deciding of coming in and joining in the lawsuit. It's very important because when I filed my papers, I stated that I would be in conflict with federal law and this does uh, legitimize uh, my request and what I stated. And the lawsuit opposes uh, driver's licenses for undocumented immigrants, just so, for folks who may not be aware of the situation. How did you find out about this, Mickey? Well, we've had uh, backdoor discussions. Uh, the county attorney's office represents uh, my lawsuit, and uh, they were reached out by uh, someone locally from the uh, West New York U.S. Uh, Just Depart- Justice Department. And uh, obviously, that's a confidential discussion anytime you're going into litigation. Uh, but when they filed that motion with the court asking to intervene, they wanted to extend time. Or arguments were set to begin on October 23rd. Uh, this would be the second time that these arguments would be met. But the thing that concerned me, and I still am concerned, that right now we have a law. It is the law of the land. Nothing has changed uh, just because I filed a lawsuit on December 14th. People who are here illegally can get a driver's license. So I'm hoping that uh, we want to get into court. We want to uh, be heard because we 
filed a preliminary injunction, which would stop that. But the state could be writing the regulations right now. And uh, things are going to heat up, Brenda and Joe, in the next month or so. But this is a very complex issue. And as as I stated in my papers, uh, it puts me in conflict because uh, right now, uh, if I were to give a driver's license to someone who is here illegally, I would be violating federal law. I mean, harboring, concealing, and shielding. And this is a, an indication with their participation in asking to intervene that uh, this could put not only myself, but the 52 other clerks that provide licenses to people uh, in, in deep, deep trouble. Uh, Mickey, it's the Kearns v. Cuomo Uh, suit that people are talking about. It's been three months, I believe, since that was filed. But for folks on the other side of this uh, issue, I'm interested in your your, uh, position when they claim that uh, this law makes sense if you're worried about public health and safety, because they're saying it'll result in safer drivers and perhaps fewer accidents and more insured people. What do you say to that position? Well, that all changed. If you remember, you know, when my father uh, or pr- uh, prior to 9-11, when people got their driver's license, it was to drive. Now, after 9-11, as everyone knows, October 1st, 2020, under the Real ID Act that was passed by Congress after we were attacked by terrorists, uh, it's not only that ID is not only there to drive, it's a form of identification. And the federal government has stated that we need to protect our skies. You will not be able to get into a federal building or on a plane or go to Canada with either a passport or a real ID. So the idea of a driver's license has changed uh, since we were attacked. And I think that's the answer to that question, that if, uh, according to federal law, if you harbor, conceal, or shield someone, you are violating that law. So in that provision, uh, when the legislature passed it, uh, it gives those who are here illegally a three-day notice. The commissioner would have to notify them that, federal immigration authorities are interested in their whereabouts. So to me, uh, things have changed after 9-11, especially when Congress passed the Real ID Act. That was done unanimously. Both Democrats and Republicans passed that bill uh, because we know safety is more important than politics. So for me, if you're here illegally, uh, you violated the law. When people come into the DMV every day, people I know, uh, they may have maybe uh, missed a uh, payment for child support, or they violated our driving laws, our vehicle and traffic laws, I have to say to them, uh, you violated the law. I cannot help you, Uh, and it's the same thing here. And I think with the federal government uh, possibly intervening, uh, they're stating that, remember, a law that was signed by President William Jefferson Clinton, 1996, a Democrat, they're now saying is unconstitutional. We've gone too far to the left, and I think this shows it. Talking with Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns. Mickey, what do you hear from your colleagues around the state with this other uh, county clerks? Well, they're furious because um, when they passed this law, we were never contacted. We were never asked for our input. Uh, it's going to put us in a precarious situation. Uh, we, First of all, they know it's going to cost more money. Um, there's 185 countries. How are my staff and the staffs of the other DMVs throughout the the uh, state going to verify on whether this is a valid or a not valid passport. Uh, if you come in today, Brenda, and you don't have the proper documentation, you don't have an original Social Security card, I have to turn you away. Even though I know you, I know you're a nice law-abiding citizen, uh, Joe also, I have to turn you away. But someone who's here illegally, no Social Security card, they get to walk in the door with a passport that I don't know is valid or not, and get a driver's license. And we all know what a driver's license is. 
it's a gateway into other things and identification. Uh, so for me, uh, a driver's license is a privilege. It's not a right. And all of the other clerks are furious that we were not contacted. And if, if you notice, I mean, it was even the Western New York delegation, um, this was really unanimous that they all voted against it. There was only a few in the delegation that supported this. So this is a very uh, unpopular bill, and there's going to be unintended consequences for the taxpayers of Erie County. It could cost in the millions of dollars if this if this goes through. You know, the other thing, too, Mickey, a lot of people are, are weighing in on this. And, and the conservative party said that it puts you and other county clerks in, quote, an impossible position. I imagine that's how it feels to you. It is impossible because we're there to do the right job. It's probably the only office that's elected uh, that's really not supposed to be political. We're there to do public service, ministry duties. And uh, if you remember when you were a kid, I'd always say you're pickle in the middle. Well, I remember being pickle in the middle. It was hard. You were probably there for a long time. But in this instance, now um, we are facing uh, possible federal charges. Uh, And the final thing is the governor has the power under the state constitution to remove us from office. So we are, um, you know, sort of in conflict when it comes to this. And to me, forget about the licenses. This is about constitutionality. And this is why the uh, Justice Department is coming in. It's based on the constitutional. They believe that what they're stating, that the state attorney general is saying that these laws that were passed by Congress, remember Congress has the charge of immigration, not the states. So they're going to try to make this a driving uh, license matter. Uh, but we know that a driver's license goes beyond today, especially with the Real ID Act of, you know, our safety uh, for our borders, our safety for our airways. And that's why the Real ID Act was passed in, in, in 2005. And try to get on an airplane without the proper identification. Uh, I was just uh, away for a couple of days. And I'll tell you right now, it's tough. You know, I went to uh, Canada a couple of weeks ago. My husband and I celebrated our anniversary, and we both said we better make sure we bring our passports because you just can't have enough ID. I, I agree with you there, Mickey. What do you say, though, to New York State Attorney General Letitia James? She's defending the state's position uh, and also says it's constitutional. I mean, is it is it something that she's just not seeing, or how do you view her position on this? Well, I think... I think she has to look at this. I, I can't. I don't know why uh, she's chosen to do this, uh, but I think the courts are going to decide. You know, that's I've stated this from the beginning that the reason why I'm filing this this is a constitutional challenge. As you said, we're in conflict, uh, especially with federal statute. Um, I believe uh, this law was unconstitutional. Remember, someone who was here illegally, they get an extra privilege and a right. Um, you know, three days notice. Uh, that the commissioner has to know if federal immigration authorities are um, looking for them for one specific per, uh, purpose or reason. I'll tell you right now, I, I think the legislators hoodwink many of these people. And if, if I was here, uh, why would you file for a driver's license when uh, the federal government has the power and uh, authority to um, go and uh, search these databases, which they've done in other states? It's, it's been proven that the federal government has control over immigration um you know so for me this is going to be something whether we win or lose unfortunately um i think this is something we're going to be talking about for a while but what concerns me is the december 14th deadline Uh, when i met with the erie county budget office i stated we have to be prepared 
for what's going to happen on December 14th. On December 14th, the law hasn't changed just because I filed a lawsuit. People um, will be coming in trying to get a driver's license that are here illegally. That's going to put a lot of stress on our staff. I'm already hearing from them. They're concerned. And remember, we're going to do 136,000 renewals this year. Uh, we're at the top of the cycle for the real ID. Uh, our 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 facilities are already jam-packed to the to the max. Uh, we hired additional staff. Uh, this is just the perfect storm for uh, clerks throughout the state of New York, and they're very very concerned. And, and Mickey, quick, you're you're mentioning the um, the real ID for listeners who might be a little behind, and that goes into effect next year. What is a real ID, and what's the difference between what you may have in your pocket now and the necessary real ID next year? So what I need people to do is uh, you can pull out your driver's license. There's now three different uh, licenses standards in New York State. The first is a standard driver's license, which many people have, um, and if you have that, you're still fine. You could still drive out of roads. Uh, additionally, there's something called a real ID. Um, uh, people who get a real ID are people who are not United States citizens. They may be here to work. They're, they could be students, but they're still an important part of our community. And then you have the enhanced driver's license. And the enhanced driver's license, it'll say right on the top, enhanced. Uh, that's for people who want to use that to fly. As I said, October 1st, 2020, if you do not have an enhanced driver's license or a real ID, either a, a flag or a star on your driver's license, uh, you will need to, you will not be able to fly. Um, and you will need to bring in a, uh, this is what is concerning to the clerks is, you will need to bring in a original birth certificate, an original marriage certificate, original documentation. So for United States citizens, you have to provide original documentation. For people who are here illegally, they can provide no Social Security card, foreign documentation that we don't even know if it's valid. So this is the, the concern that many people have and that the clerks have is that this is a very complex situation. It's just not coming in and renewing your standard driver's license if you haven't been in there for eight years. Uh, now you need original documentation. Uh, the federal government, with the passage, Congress passed the Real ID Act in 2005, has stated that you know, we're concerned about our borders. We're concerned about what's in, you know, who is getting on our planes, who is going into our federal buildings, and who is coming in from foreign countries. Uh, you know, this terrorism thing is serious stuff. And when people forget, when those people got on that plane, they did it with fake driver's licenses. I mean, come on. So, you know, we could talk all we want, but to me, um, you know, we, we will help you. If you're out there, we're doing seminars. We'll get you prepared. I don't want to scare you. It's a very uh, difficult process, but we'll help you get through it. We always do. We've got a staff that does that. But to me, it's just it's it's really concerning that we have a government in Albany telling us that people who are here illegally have more rights than than, than citizens. Mickey, I uh, completely agree. And a little personal commentary: I do find it ironic that the state where a majority of 9/11 happened, uh, how much they've forgotten in 18 years. You know, they say, what about history? Never forget it because it may repeat. So uh, I just don't know, but I'm hopeful. Look at the courts are the great equalizers. And, you know, we're hopeful we got a, a strong case. And like I said, we'll have oral arguments on October 23rd. But, you know, people talk about some of these organizations that, 
you know, are, are going and, and filing amicus briefs. I mean, these are very well-funded organizations. Uh, I keep on saying this. These aren't mom-and-pop organizations. Uh, these are well-funded organizations. And in the end, let me leave you with this, Joel and Brenda. You know, people can come here. You do not have to be a citizen. Uh, if you're here working, if you're a student, we welcome people to the DMV. We work with them every day. We work with the refugee community. But you know what the difference is? They have the proper documentation. It's all about documentation now. And we welcome people into our country. We're very, very welcoming. But unfortunately, Erie County is on a uh, border of Canada, and we have to be protective of our borders. Mickey, uh, before you go, you mentioned about seminars, and if people have questions, how can we reach you, and what, what's the best number or website to go to? Sure. If you go to erie.gov slash clerk, um, Marge Sullivan is my outreach coordinator. Uh, we've already done hundreds of seminars where we come in, we've been in the senior centers, we've been in businesses. We sit down with you and we say, bring in your documentation. We explain it to you. We'll come back. We want you to be prepared. Uh, we have something called Ready Reserve Renew. We want you to be ready before you come in. Also, we have a reservation process that can help you. So if you go to erie.gov slash clerk, you can go there, uh, make an appointment. We'll come see you. Uh, in addition to that, um, you know, if you want to call my office at 858 6985. I'm, I'm willing to come to your senior center or to help you. We're just willing to help uh, people. That's, that's our job is to help people get through this process. And remember, Buffalo has a lot of people have, uh, you know, they're here from Puerto Rico, from the, uh, you know, the hurricane. We have many different people, many different uh, nationality, ethnic groups. We try to come in. We try to help them, but it takes time. If we were have to, to give driver's license to illegals, uh, it's not only going to be a drain on our human resources, it's going to be a drain financially on the taxpayers of Erie County. This is going to cost millions of dollars. No one is talking about this uh, in the county executives campaign, but this is going to be something that uh, we are going to be stuck with for a long time if this is not uh, ruled unconstitutional. Well, don't worry, Mickey. Those questions will be asked a week from tomorrow on a new morning when we get a visit by both candidates. Mickey, thank you so much for calling in. No, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate your time, Mickey, especially on a Sunday morning. Joe, really uh, informative uh, news from Mickey Kearns as this uh, lawsuit came about and, and the uh, Justice Department intervening. Yes, and I, uh, you know, it, it's interesting, Brenda. In 2019, how much paperwork <laughs> a lawsuit still requires. <laughs> right. I'm only on page six of the lawsuit Mickey was talking about. Uh, I'll have to do the other reading on some time, but definitely if you have a minute, or an hour, uh, you can go find this on Google and read every part of it. It's very interesting stuff, and uh, I I think Mickey is obviously 100% right on. You know, and, and I love the fact that they're willing to help come out, speak to groups, uh, take phone calls. Erie.gov slash clerk is the uh, website for Mickey Kern's office. All right, well, we blew up the clock this first segment. When we come back, Dan in West Seneca, Diane in Buffalo, and hopefully you talking the green light bill. But also, if you have a comment on the whistleblower or on NY27, we will keep on taking those calls as well. It's Hardline on News Radio 930. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, let's hope so. We need this game, Joe. Oh. Especially going into the bye. Going into the bye. You want to have that tiebreaker over Tennessee if it comes down to that at the end of the year. Uh, Just found out Singletary out of the game. Uh But you know what? If there's a game, why not? Why not miss this game? Use the bye week. We'll see what happens. And that's that's what I thought was going to happen with um, Josh uh, Josh Allen. I'm very surprised that he was playing. But I wonder, you know, um, they kept saying he's in concussion protocol. They can only say so much. It could be a tactic. Maybe Sean McDermott did not want to tip his hand. That way Tennessee had to prepare for both Matt Barkley and and Josh Josh Allen. Allen. So I like it. It, It'll be an interesting game. You know, during the break, Brenda, I was on Instagram like every millennial. And (laughs) to see all the people in uh, in Nashville, all the Instagram stories on Snapchat, I mean, there there are a lot of uh, Bills fans at Nissan. It is, it is Nissan, Nissan Stadium in Nashville. But this uh, 23 more minutes left of Hardline, and you just heard from Mickey Kearns. If you have a comment on that, 803-0930. Also taking your calls on Chris Collins on the new whistleblower. And uh, I think, did I throw something else out? I think that's all. Well, the other thing that we didn't mention, Joe, it's been it was quite a momentous week in politics. Bernie Sanders had a heart attack and ended up having stents uh, put into his heart to open up his clogged arteries. So there was pretty big news. Does that spell the end of his campaign? And if not, does it really uh, create some issue of ageism? You know, we've got a lot of older candidates running. Uh, and Bernie, I believe, is 78. So uh, can he sustain that energy to keep campaigning over and over? Heavy travel schedule, a lot of speaking engagements. Uh, will that continue for him? That's a great question, but I am happy to hear that he was released from the hospital and he will be on the debate stage this week. That's Remember, right. there is a debate on Tuesday, I believe. Oh, no, that's in two weeks. You know, I have my dates all messed up. <laughs> well, it's coming soon. I can tell you that much. Let's go to Dan in West Seneca. Dan, good morning. Hey, good morning and good show, guys. And and hello, Brenda. I, I, I not talk to you very often at all, but you're very entertaining. Well, Dan, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I recognize your voice. <laughs> <laughs> you're a frequent flyer here. I, I am. I and am. I hope you have your ID. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, Joe, my Mountaineers did really well on Friday night. Did you see that? I did. I did. Uh, my Hokies did better than expected Saturday. <laughs> they, they put forth a good effort. Um yeah, you got a full plate, and I'd like to give a short comment on each one of your topics because they're all important. It's a shame they're all all, all together. On, on Chris Collins, I felt um, that he was guilty, uh, and I think right now he personifies a problem in politics that plagues both parties. Um, I know in America we talk about entitlements, but that's normally referenced toward the welfare system. Uh, right now we have politicians who feel they're entitled to do whatever they want, and they think that my money is their money and their money is their money and they can do no wrong. Uh, and I don't think that that's mutually exclusive to Republicans or Democrats. Um, 
uh, we have a problem in politics today. Uh, incumbency might be the the biggest problem, um, and and I don't know how to address it. And I think we've been wrestling with it for a long time. On the local level, I had the pleasure to meet Lynn Dixon twice uh, in two days. Once in the bank while I was doing my personal business. Uh, she's really a classy lady, and then I met her in Lancaster uh, at Como Park, and and she's out there stumping. Uh, and she talked about her son. Uh, she seems to be really a, a nice girl. I'm still going to vote for polling cars, uh, but it was refreshing uh, to meet really what seemed to be a very nice human being. Um, she's a class act. She's Yeah, she's a class act. Um, and as far as Mickey Kearns, uh, I am a Democrat, uh, but I believe he's a true public servant. I think that he is on the side of the law. He's not trying to... Uh, interpret the law any other way except for the way that it was intended. And and laws were put there to safeguard society and and help build a stronger and healthier America. I I like Mickey Kearns. I I, I think he's on the right side of this. Um, uh, I hope Buffalo wins. I don't think they will. Uh, You're talking about the bills, right, Dan? Yes, I'm talking about the Bills. I, I, I don't think the Sabres are, are going to the Stanley Cup. I, <laughs> well, they, they certainly look a heck of a lot better than they did last year. Well, well, for two games. For two games. Yeah, I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I like the way they came out of the gate. Uh, I know. Listen, I'm a sports fan, uh, bar none. Uh, I think that uh, we needed a coaching change with the Sabres. Uh, I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, I think we will make the Stanley Cup playoff first round and probably be eliminated, uh, which is a great improvement over Phil Housley. Oh, no doubt about Dan, it. What a jump that would be. Dan, let me ask you real quick. Did you have a comment on uh, now another whistleblower uh, coming out to uh, to confirm the first whistleblower story? Well, I, I, I do. I stayed away from it because it's a little lengthy. Um, I think that... Um, Two people collaborating the same story. I've even noticed a couple of Republican senators, uh, a Republican congressman, certainly the Democrats in Congress. Uh, I'm, I'm alarmed by the whole thing. In fact, I saw a tweet, uh, and I wasn't going to comment on it until I could verify uh, that it was an actual tweet from uh, Donald Trump. Uh, but I think he referred to his base, his constituency, as his Republican soldiers, um, and he kind of said that he'd be in favor of civil war to protect him in the office, and he cloaked it, and uh, the election occurred, he was elected, and that the Democrats should just back off. Um, I think that he was elected, but I also think that if there is proof of inappropriate behavior, and in fact, he broke the law, not even the President of the United States is above the law, and uh, you know, I just hate the fact that he seems to promote hate. I hate the fact that he's divisive rather than uniting. He's the president of the United States of America. And I wish that he would remember that there's more than rich people. There's more than white people. There's there's poor people. There's black people. There's male. There's female. America is uh, a lot of things. And the president always had been the American president, the, the president of the people, regardless of party affiliation. Um, uh, there's a sickness in our politics today, and I, I truly believe for the first time it's not the Russians, it's not the Chinese, it's us. 
the American people. We're, we're, we're tearing apart our own fabric. And I never thought that I would live to see the day. Um, I'll be happy when this election cycle is over. I, I hope if Trump wins, uh, he grows into the presidency and understands uh, that he needs to unite the people. Uh, well, Dan, can I just say real quick, uh, I'm, I'm not saying I agree with everything. Um, as you know, I, I have my, my issues with the president's tweets. Um, but I think it's both parties have had this divisive talk. I, I don't think it's just Trump, and I really don't think it started with President Trump. I mean, we have Maxine Waters, who is telling businesses to not welcome Republicans just because of their political view. I think you just made a good point, and, and I think that everything is toxic. Um, but I also believe this, that if I were president of the United States, and if I just agreed with you, Joe Beamer, that rather than promote a further toxic environment, I, I would conduct myself differently uh, I would address the needs of everyone, and I would address everyone in the nation, not just one political point of view. You know, Dan, but even Michelle Obama made some horrible uh, comments about being proud to be an American, and now she's proud and she wasn't before. You know, I don't have the exact context of that, but it, it, it really has happened, I think, over the years. Now, perhaps President Trump is the most vocal and certainly uses Twitter, unlike any other political candidate or uh, a person of prominence in politics that I've ever seen. But I think it's, it really crosses the line with all parties, not just Trump. I, I think, Brenda, again, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, but the person who could have the largest impact, the largest impact on everybody could be the president of the United States of America. Um, and, and, like, I wasn't a Gerald Ford fan. But in retrospective, he was the only unelected president. He came in when we were in a very similar circumstance. We were at the end of the Vietnam War. Nixon had resigned. Watergate was a scandal, and Ford turned out to be, Gerald Ford, a great uniter. He was actually a great American because he wasn't the Republican president. He wasn't the elected president. He was the guy that it fell into his lap. He handled himself with grace. He understood that the, company, uh, the country needed to be united and he moved us in that direction at such a volatile time. We could have collapsed back then. I remember uh, I was a veteran by the time uh, Gerald Ford had come around and the war was unpopular and I volunteered. So I got to tell you, I was an oddity in that time in the 1970s. Um, well, unlike his predecessor, Dan, Gerald Ford could poke fun at himself. You remember how he would, always was viewed as kind of a clumsy guy and they would... He, he'd be mocked out by hitting his head on the helicopter and so forth. But he seemed like a real person, as did his wife, Betty Ford, who I always commended for bringing so much awareness to some of the challenges she faced, breast cancer awareness, when it wasn't talked about as openly as it certainly is now. And her um, drug addiction or alcohol addiction, where she started the Betty Ford Center and helped so many people who were dealing with addictions, whether it was drugs or alcohol. These were people that so many people in America and around the world, I think, could relate to. Very, very different than, than the Nixons, who always appeared very uptight to me. Well, uh, I lived it. I agree with your analogy, and and I, I think Ford, uh, he could have been a great Green Bay Packer, by the way. Uh, <laughs> he, he was a, a, just a good 
American who understood that America is bigger than me, okay? America is bigger than Donald Trump. America is a, a conception, an ideal, and previous generations lived up to personify that ideal, and they left a legacy. Today, we have a mentality of, I want everything for me. I don't give a darn who's next, and if I use it all up, who cares? Uh, it served me well. Um, and, and we'll collapse. You, you, we can't be a society of serfs and nobles, and we can't be a society of me. We are a melting pot. We are an ideal that people can practice their religious freedoms. We are an ideal that people have freedom of thought. And we are a nation that elects the best people possible to represent the whole thing, not just one segment. Um, so, so if I had a wish, and I'm getting old, I'm going to run out of time here, um, I wish we could take the money out of politics. The lobbying is killing America. We don't have elected representatives for the constituents in their district. We have people who get elected and who are purchased by companies to pull agendas that are good for the bottom line. Um, we got to get away from it. All right, Dan, back to you said you wish that uh, President Trump could bring us together. I find that to be a little impossible with the way he's treated by the other party, and the other party just doesn't listen to him. So I'm not sure what he could do because he's been attacked since the day he was elected. And I think that's why a lot of people think this impeachment is a farce because they've been trying to impeach him since November 9th. So it, I, I'm, not say, I'm not saying he's not to blame for some of the uh, division, but I would, I, I would be find, uh, I'd be, find it hard to find someone in D.C. who isn't to blame for the division. Okay, and, and what if I say with the last part of your statement, I think you're right. I think they are all to blame. But I'm going to disagree with you, Joe. I'm going to say that Donald Trump could just come up and say, listen, the whole thing is toxic. Some of it is my fault. Some of it is, is their thought. But why don't we all just sit down and agree? It's not his style. It's just no, not his I mean, style, Dan. I wouldn't be against that, Dan. But uh... Well, if, if it's not his style, maybe the American people collectively should elect somebody whose style that it is. I don't, I don't think Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic candidate. Certainly Bernie Sanders with his health issues. If you remember the way that Trump attacked Clinton for coughing, Bernie Sanders is out of the race. Joe Biden is out of the race. I'm here to tell you I'm a Democrat. I think we got to look at Amy Klobuchar. I think that we got to go beyond the field that the Democrats have right now. We got to talk to Joe Manchin. Maybe we should talk to some Republicans to see if they could put together a unity ticket with any Democrat. And maybe we should all start being Americans and end the junk that's going on right now. All right, Dan. Well, thank you so much. And uh, I'll probably talk to you this week. I hope so. Joe, thank you. I'm long-winded, and you're terrific. All right. Thank you, Dan. Care, Dan. And West Seneca, always a good call. And we- just, just to clarify, Joe, October 15th, indeed, as you said, is the debate in Ohio. In Ohio. So I was a week off, you know? No, uh, but you said then you corrected yourself. But, uh, so it is a week from Tuesday. Dan, always a good call. And you know what I like about Dan? We don't agree all the time. We, we seldom agree on politics. Uh, but it's always a good back and forth. You know, it's not one of these attack and hang up. It's always a great call, and uh, I always enjoy when Dan calls in. And as I mentioned to Dan, I will be in for Sandy Beach this week, 9 to noon, hopefully with my voice uh, recovered. And Sandy will be cavorting across Europe again. Uh, First stop is in Norway. That's right. And if you want to follow any of those adventures, it's Sandy and Danny's Adventures.
You can. It's like you're on the ship with them. Uh, they post pictures daily. Sandy has a, a person dedicated to posting those pictures. <laughs> and she does a very good job. And I can tell you firsthand, Joe, what a blast it is. I was uh, fortunate to go on one of those trips with Sandy and Danny two years ago already. Uh, we went to Europe, Italy, Spain, Corsica, Monaco. It was quite a trip. And it's really, if you get a chance to join those guys, it's a great, great adventure. Now, I'm going to go on a rant for about a minute, Brenda. I hope you don't mind. Let me get uh, some coffee. All right. You know, I, I always hear people from the left say that Donald Trump is he's divisive. He's to blame his hateful rhetoric. But that's been coming from the Democrats for as long as I can remember. The names I would be called in school just because I supported uh, a Republican, just because I had conservative thoughts. It's it's about time Republicans start fighting fire with fire. Democrats have always been the party of name-calling. Look at the stuff we get called, uh, the commentators here on WBEN get attacked with on Twitter daily, on the text line daily. Look at Adam Schiff. Look at Maxine Waters. You want to say that Trump is divisive? Trump is hate speak? Listen, go back a decade and listen to some of the things the Democrats were saying about John McCain. Now they love him. But listen what they were saying in 2008. Listen what the Democrats were saying about Mitt Romney in 2012. Go find an old CNN coverage from the election in 2012. I don't know why Mitt Romney is now siding with the other side. So you want to say Republicans are the ones who are hateful? You want to blame all of this on Donald Trump? Go back. Go back 10 years. Go back on social media. Look at... Look at the language Democrats have used for my entire lifetime. And like I said, especially hosting on this station, I get a lot of crap. And everyone else does who hosts here on WBEN. So I don't think it's Donald Trump. He didn't start it. I think he's trying to finish it. And that's, you know, that's my rant. You know what, Joe? I, and I think in this day and age of social media and 24-7 online presence, it's only going to get worse. It's not going to go away. And, it, you know, all the people who contribute to that fuel those flames. And it's not disappearing anytime soon. There's more and more social media outlets. There's more and more people who use it. Uh, to get their message out. And and it certainly has become mainstream in the sense that you see everybody on social media from long established um, media outlets to individual candidates and everybody in between. So in no way will it get better is my prediction. Well, here's the thing, Brenda. I'm glad social media was really only around starting my senior year of high school because I couldn't imagine having Facebook all through high school. That would be difficult. It's a tough time for a lot of people when they're in high school. A lot of changes happening. Um, but when it comes to politics and the news, it's something that is a way of life now. And I can't imagine not having it. And President Trump loves to be a participant in that. Let's face it. That's that's his bailiwick. D- Donald Trump, Mark Polonkars, they love their Twitter. Hey, uh, we got to get out of here. It's been hardline. It's been a lot of fun. Go Bills. And Brenda, we'll be back here next week. I'll be back here at 9 o'clock tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Thanks, everybody. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.